0: Welcome to this week's edition of Hockey Unfiltered, the podcast with Ken Campbell. I am Ken's sidekick. I am the Niles to Ken's Frazier. and today we're going to be talking about the Atlantic Division, the final in our division overviews. So stick around. Check out Ken underscore Campbell twenty seven on Twitter, and of course at Dylan underscore Dylan Waugh, and at Hockey No Filter. Without further ado, the Atlantic Division. You know what I did in that uh, in that intro? Uh, I wasn't listening. I almost didn't screw up. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty good. We should mark the calendar. <laughs> you could have you could have done Roz to Fraser. Roz, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Done that. Yeah, yeah. I okay. like Roz. Roz was the best. She was awesome. Yeah, she was so cool. Yeah, and it was like on one hand it was like kind of because you, you're so invested in the characters that you're kind of like mad that they never became an item, but on the other hand it's very progressive. that a a male and a female lead didn't have to just become an item simply because they were a male and a female lead right but at the same time like what is marriage if not just hanging out with your best friend
1: I feel like we're going down a rabbit hole
0: here so uh we should start (laughs) with uh, as for those of you that know um Roz was the producer and I'm just kidding (laughs) um (laughs) What we're doing here is we're going through the Atlantic division, going from the team that was the worst in the Atlantic division last year to the team that was the best in the in the Atlantic division last year. Incidentally, the team that was worse in the Atlantic was also worst in the league. And also drafted Yorai Slavkovsky. So we are uh yeah. Without further ado, let's uh let's jump into it. Montreal Canadiens, how yeah. do you feel about them? Um I
1: feel that I don't feel like they're going to be as good as some people think they're going to be. I think. You told me they were going to be better. They're going to be better. <laughs> Than they, some they, people think they're going to be. Did I say that? No. No. Okay. I, I, I like, and, and I feel the same way about the bottom of this division. I don't think it's going to, it's going to be as good as people think it's going to be. Yep. Um. This is still a really bad team. Yeah. This is still a, this is still a lottery pick situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and for everything they did in the offseason, I mean, everybody else did more, <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't see them being even close to being any better than any of the teams in this division. Like, and yeah, I mean, I mean, Josh Anderson got bitten by a spider and his hand got infected in training camp. <laughs> Like, like, if that doesn't if that doesn't tell you it's that this is, this is gonna be a train wreck of a season, yeah. Like right there, it, that's just one of those Didn't
0: things. did Edmondson run into Suzuki and they both got injured? I think yeah. 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 In training camp, so uh, the new captain gone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's uh, so they had twenty two forty nine eleven, good for fifty five points and a goal differential of minus ninety eight. Honestly. They're, I All I care about and all I think about is that I think they're going to be fun. Their additions, Sean Monahan, Kirby Dock, Mike Matheson, Philip Mazar mm-hmm. got given his entry level, so he might I, even...
1: I don't know. I don't, th- I don't know if he's going to be on their... Ro- he'll be on their roster to start the season. I don't know if he'll be on their no, roster. No, I, I, yeah. I don't know either. I think, I think he'll be playing for the Kitchener Rangers by the time... Everything is
0: said and done. He could go to the AHL. He could. Yeah. Yeah. He could. Because but he's I think. But,
1: but he, could, he could also play for the Kitchener Rangers. And I think that's where yeah. he may end up.
0: Yeah. Anyways, he was given his entry level, I guess is my point. So yep. there's a possibility. There's a question mark there. Yep. Y- Yuri Slavkovsky and Evgeny Dudanov. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Mathieu Perot, who retired, which is a shame. He he was injured, but I think they still got some good hockey in him. I think that he, yep. you know, for what he is. Right. He's always just being kind of hard nose, bottom six guy. Right. Cedric Paquette really couldn't keep up with the NHL last year. <laughs> uh, Laurent Dauphin is gone. Jeff Petrie is gone. Ryan Paling's gone. Alexander Romanov has gone. And their goalies don't seem to be really set. You've got Jake Allen, who's obviously he is set. But uh, and then as his backup, either Montembeau or Caden Primo. Yeah, I, I would stay with Montembo. I, I would stay with Montebo regardless.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, Caden Primo. I'm not sold
0: on Caden Primo. Well,
1: I'm not sold on him in the NHL. I'm sold on him in the AHL. He was lights out in the American Hockey League.
0: In the in the playoffs.
1: In the playoffs. And he was pretty good in the regular season too. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, on a bad team that gave up lots of good chances with little support, he he struggled big time. Yeah. Like this is a guy to me that is not ready to play in the NHL. He's not. Correct he's not he should be in the American League for at least another season
0: yeah so i I guess my my point is is that when you look at the additions you look at the su- subtractions to me this could be a pretty fun team to watch yeah I could a- look at this as like a, yeah. a one that's high on the wa- watchability if you think about you know if, if Kirby Doc comes out and he's and he's on a heater trying to you know show that he's not who he was in Chicago if you're is trying to prove that he should have been the number one well he was. No, I know he was, yeah, but he's that, trying to, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that that, yeah, that should not have been in, in dispute. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know,
0: Shane Wrights looked pretty good in uh, the Seattle well, yeah, Kraken and, training camp. yeah, and and, and and
1: I know and I know that uh, I know that 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 um, Hughes and and um, Gorton got into a bit of a got radioed a little bit on their comments about Slavkovsky, and you know, and and they, I think they were saying was we think he's going to be the best. 23 year old we don't care if he's yeah. not the best 18 year old you know what i mean i
0: mean isn't that what you want that's exactly what yeah. you want it's exactly what yeah. you want especially if you're not like in a win now yeah like this but, is but, not but, a but, team I mean, that just talk, accidentally finished last but you talk about
1: kirby Doc. like okay that th- he's not going to be what he was well then why was he what he was
0: no i'm saying he's you know what he, I mean? like what he was in chicago yeah what he was in chicago which was not good yeah but he was great in the bubble in chicago
1: Okay, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast, so I don't remember that. But
0: but he was, <laughs> what I'm saying is win. that
1: he can't win face-offs. He doesn't play tough. He doesn't go to the net. He doesn't score. He's injury prone. Like I hated that trade. Yeah, I I, I, I said yeah. it at the time. Yeah. I hated the Kirby Doctrine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh. Anyways, my only my only issue with Yuriy Slavkovsky, and I'm going to say it here. I have not yet verbalized this publicly. Every time that a guy in his mold, and I'm not saying it's him, but every time that a guy in his mold gets taken as a winger, they disappoint. Hmm. When you look at, we talked on just recently, or to you listening a week ago, about Capo caco Yeah. Disappointed. You talk about Alexi Lafreniere. He's looking better. Yeah, come on. He's give the better. guy a chance. Give no, no, him a I know, chance. I know, I know, I know. But I, you talk about Patrick Laine. Well,
1: he was actually pretty good his first year. right. Yeah. So was
0: Alex Galchenyuk. Yeah. Well. my uh, Alex Galchenyuk not being in that mold, but I guess I'm just saying that guys can have a good year, whatever. Look, I'm not saying that this is Uri Slavkovsky, but what I'm saying is, is that uh, the power forward wingers either take longer to develop than people seem to think, or they just don't develop. And it's, uh, it was a big gamble.
1: Well, he's, I, I don't know how much you've watched of them, Um I watched him play the other night in the in the uh, against Toronto, and he was yeah. invisible. Yeah, like they were just not good. That it was a Laval roster with like three NHL guys. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jake Evans and somebody else. Yeah, but but he's very hard to knock off the puck. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you've watched stuff, he's he he's. Really, really hard to knock off the puck. There was that clip but, going but, around but Twitter
0: mean, where somebody took a full run on. Yeah, at yeah, him. yeah,
1: yeah. But that was at, r- off. Yeah, that's at rookie camp, though. Like, yeah, that was that's, at rookie, that's camp. At rookie yeah. camp. But yeah. the thing is, like, would anybody be super surprised if Shane Wright ended up being the better player out of these two guys?
0: No, Ultimately? I wouldn't be.
1: No, I don't think anybody would be.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody yeah.
1: would be. Yeah. So, anyways, but that's not gonna be that a good said, team. Said, That said, I mean, I think he's going to be good. Yeah. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to take some time.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, especially with the team that he's playing for. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. So if he's like, is the, he is he going to be right? Like, is he going to start the season on the left side with, you know, with Suzuki and and Caulfield? Crawfield, yeah. Is he going
0: to start there? Probably he, not. He, I I wouldn't start him there.
1: Wh- well, who are you going to put there?
0: Uh, Mike Coffin. Not Mike Coffin. No. Maybe Tadanov. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. almost anybody else to be honest i mean (laughs) i i've I've heard i've heard uh i think as arp and basu said and i thought it was an interesting point where he said uh start him there because this is what he said and give him that chance to prove what he said give him that chance to basically be like okay you said you wanted this you've got it yeah i thought that was an interesting point i don't necessarily agree with it but i thought it was an interesting point nonetheless but uh uh yeah. Look, they're, they're bottom, not bottom
1: be... line is to me, this team is a is a lottery team. They may very well end up thirty second again.
0: I, I really believe yeah. that. I
1: really believe that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, they were
1: better under Marty St. Louis. They yeah. weren't great. They were yeah. better under Marty St. Louis. They were way better under Marty St. Louis than they were under, um, Dominic, under Ducharme. Dominic Ducharme. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're not good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, at all. You know, it's it's a it's a lot of okay. It's a lot of NHL players, uh, but not a lot of. You yeah, it's know, a lot
1: of guys. It's a lot of guys. Right. You just bringing David guys. Savard's
0: a good NHL defenseman. Yeah, yeah. He's probably going to be the number one defenseman playing twenty five minutes a night. next uh, I, year. Think, I think Mike Matheson will probably be the number one defenseman. Don't you think? Maybe, but. Aren't they just basically neck and neck in terms of yeah, how yeah, good yeah. either of them are? Yeah, I guess. It doesn't, same thing could be applied to Mike Matheson, mm-hmm. to be honest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just, yeah, it's it's a lot mm-hmm. of guys, right? And uh, I I agree with you. I agree with they're, you, but they I do got think a they're a lot of guys be really that'll better. be that that could
1: that I I call them good bad team players. You know what I mean? Like guys like that get Sonny points. And, supposedly was. Yeah, guys that get points on bad teams because somebody's got to play on the power play and do the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I I could see Kirby Doc maybe being that. <laughs> I could see. I could yeah. definitely see, um, like a guy like Mitchell Stevens doing that, or Dodonov, yeah. or guys like that. Like, like I just I feel like they've got some guys that really can fit that mold. Yeah. So they're gonna get thirty goals and sixty points, but. It's not going to matter because they'll all be in the third goal in a 5-3 loss.
0: Yeah. You know? Um, The last thing that I want to say about Yuri Slavkovsky is uh, if he was, you know, obviously I just kind of tipped my hand that I I don't necessarily, that wouldn't have necessarily been my pick. But I do think it's interesting that he was drafted by Hughes and Gorton because that is such a classic Mark Bergevin move. It's just like there's all of the, you know, conventional wisdom and the consensus and all the rest of it. And Bergevin is just like, well, that guy's pretty big and takes him. And so the fact that he was, it it makes me a little bit more or less concerned, more intrigued by the fact that Hughes and Gorton put their heads together to.
1: One thing that really concerns me about what I hear when guys get drafted is, you know, they had a great interview
0: yeah I hate that you talked about that I I hate
1: that like like and they talked about Slavkovsky having a great interview like oh I was you know seven years old when I left home and uh you know I was living on my own how did you cook well I used the stove you know oh boy that's great like I I just and then and then you know Shane Wright comes across poorly in interviews yeah you know and and I I, I said, I'll say it now I've said it before I will say it again if I were a head scout for a team, I would be like, we are not interviewing one single player. Are you not the head scout for the Arizona Coyotes? Oh, I used to be. No, I played him on TV, though. Um, no, but like, <laughs> like, I would never interview a single player. Yeah. I would I would talk to everybody around him. I'd talk to his billet family. I'd talk to his coaches. I'd talk to his teammates. I'd talk to his high school teachers. I'd talk to all of these other people and get an idea of what kind of person he is. Yeah. Because I've just heard way, way too many stories about how a guy blew us away in an interview. And then he can't play. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you get guys like, you know, I mean, you get guys like... Uh, have jenny kuznetsov who half the teams thought he was a unabomber right you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. i just i don't like to hear that i really don't like to hear that teams were turned off by shane Wright because he came across as aloof and arrogant in his interviews yeah who gives a damn
0: yeah who gives a damn yeah, you're not interviewing you know? a friend yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um honestly so they don't do interviews in the Fed. They observe you on the bench. They observe you with the team. They observe you when, like, they see that would have helped
1: you, though, if you had done an interview. You would have been one of those guys that would have blown away, blown them away in the interview. And then then they would have been all like, Who the hell picked this guy? He can't stop anything.
0: (laughs) He gave a heck of an interview, though. Yep. I'll tell you, he was (laughs) quoting Aristotle in the middle of it. (laughs) You know, it's just, all right, should we move on?
1: Yeah, I think we're in agreement Montreal for eight and the, and and somewhere in twenty nine to thirty-two.
0: Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you don't you don't think? Eh? No, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, I think thirty to thirty-two. But I do see two teams that I think that Montreal could beat. Arizona and Chicago. No, I'm talking about in this division. What? Really? <laughs> The Ottawa Senators finished second to last in the Atlantic Division with 33, 42, and 7, 73 points, and a goal differential of minus 39.
1: That that part I like, actually. Only minus 39. Because, like, everybody else was, like, minus... What
0: was Montreal? Minus 300? Detroit was minus 82, yeah. in fairness. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: That was the team that beat them in the standings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Bringing in Derek Broussard on a PTO, I think, is hilarious because they, they, that's a second really funny PTO. No, but, but they traded for Derek Broussard. uh, with miko Mm zabanajad in a very controversial trade and now they've got him coming in back on a pto that's the second pto during these things that i found pretty funny that guy's just gonna play for
1: everybody eh? like oh yeah 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 yeah. well he's
0: this is his second time around right that's right yeah yeah but uh hey you know whatever great tyler mott that's a good pickup Cam Talbot was pretty good down the stretch for uh, Cam
1: Talbot was amazing down the stretch for Minnesota.
0: Okay, okay,
1: he was he was lights out for Minnesota.
0: Okay, so Cam Talbot is a good pickup. Uh, I like Tyler Mott a lot, like I just said. Any do you like do you like some of their other ones? Any, like, any other ones that I like I'm Claude missing? Giroux and Alex DeBrinket? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was I was. I was getting yeah, yeah. around okay. to the I was yeah. getting around to some of the more minor do you acquisitions. Like, do you
1: like that they signed Josh Norris for seven years? Do you like yeah, I mean and and you know what? You haven't even mentioned a guy who's gonna be on their defense corps by the name of Jake Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. Who like if he's healthy, I'm not gonna say he's the second coming of Kale McCarr, but he's he's Kale McCarr like. Or maybe Kale McCarr light, which would yeah. still be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's a lot of good players they brought in. Dabrinkit and Drew. Yeah. That's uh, which those was, are two wild players. Yeah, which
1: is why I have them finishing fifth in this division.
0: Yeah? Yeah, I've got them fifth. They got a lot. It's uh, it's hard. It's hard for me. Honestly, it's hard for me. You're you, you, you bringing in Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg. And you know what this says that's to me? That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, solid... No, but, Tandem. That's you a- know what this says yeah. to me? It says that they think that Anton Forsberg is ready to take the reins. He might be. That's what I think this says. To yeah. Me. Yeah. Because getting rid of Matt Murray and his contract and blocking Anton Forsberg. When they signed Matt Murray, they were thinking to themselves that Forsberg would take over as Matt Murray's contract was wrapping up. And I think that Forsberg was pushing Murray enough that they did. Well, <laughs> actually Murray's fault. Murray was pushing backwards at times. Um, but my point is is that they're like okay no Forsberg's ready to take the reins soon and getting Cam Talbot who's got less term on his, mm-hmm. on his mm-hmm. deal. Um Yeah. They're going to be better. Yeah, they are. They're yep. going to be better. Yeah, they're going to be
1: better. I don't know like I I I I think to me I mean a wildly successful season would be them making the playoffs. Right. Which I, which I don't think is going to happen. Right. I think their success would be measured by how late in the season are you playing meaningful games? Yeah. You know, you're not out of it by Christmas. Good. You know, you're not out of it by American Thanksgiving. You're not, you know, you're in there. Mm -hmm. You're at least in striking distance in February and then you sort of fade and that, but, but yeah, how long are you playing meaningful games? And I think, I think Ottawa had, and, and I put absolutely zero, credence into this they were pretty hot down the stretch as i recall yeah in the regular season last year yeah which i which
0: i agree with you don't i put anything i, I never that.
1: i never put any stock in a team that's out of it that has nothing to play for uh overachieving yeah i i it, it never carries Because buffalo from, did it like three years yeah it never carries over yeah.
0: from season yeah. to season yeah i mean i like i agree with you i don't know i they're perplexing the reason why is because i'm just i'm not as high on josh norris and timothy Stutzla as I think that a lot of people are. Oh, wow. You're not high on Josh Norris? I think that they're very good. Yeah. I just don't I just don't know that they're going to be all over the ice game changers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just not as high on them as a lot of people are. Claude Giroux is an incredible pickup with a guy that's got a lot of really good hockey left. And especially for a young team, A, he's a leader. And B, he uh, he can play wing or center. He can play all over the ice. Oh, he's so- not
1: he's not playing center on this
0: team. No, I don't he is imagine that he's a right w- winger all the way. Okay, but he can take face-offs. Yeah, maybe he yeah. can do he can do the center supportive yeah. things yeah. that if he needs to take a shift in center, because okay, you got caught on a defensive zone, mm-hmm. icing, whatever. I'm just saying he's an interesting addition because he is a guy that can play wing or center, and he's got the leadership, and he's still got some good hockey left to play. He is, uh, I mean, obviously, to to is it. Goes and scores goals, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, he's a very interesting pickup for a team that's at this stage in the game.
1: Well, the rebuild is over. That, or they That's think, what they're saying. They think the rebuild is over. Yeah. That's the narrative. Yeah. That the rebuild is over. Yeah. Um, I still think. <sighs> here's how I would say it. Yeah, maybe the rebuild's over. So you've but got it built. You've got it builds. built. Yeah. You've got it built, but your foundation still needs time to 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 set you know what i mean
0: i've got news for you if you've built a house and the foundation hasn't set yet you're in oh for yeah, you're a, the construction
1: you're, you're the construction guy you're, you're in gone. for a very
0: <laughs> very bad day i'm <laughs> just saying it okay why is my house yeah, sinking into the not, concrete like quicksand maybe
1: that's not a good analogy yeah. Okay. Also,
0: I'd be, I'd really love to meet the carpenters that uh, that built that house on a foundation that's not set yet. Yeah. They must have built that thing so fast. It only sets in like 24 hours. Bing, bang, boom, <laughs> done. All right. Before we move forward, check out kencampbell.substack.com for this and, uh, and Ken's other great writing. Check us out at Hockey no Filter on Twitter. Check out Ken underscore Campbell27. Check myself out at underscore Dylan Wah. And, of course, reviews. Subscribe. Up a podcast. Yeah, baby. Yep. Detroit Red Wings. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> Another team that I'm a little bit dubious of. I am too. I just it's all Sunny and Roses in Detroit right now. But uh you know, oh, they're gonna be so great, but no, they're I not. Just, they're not
1: gonna be great. First of all, because you got you got too much ground to make up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they were so bad. So bad. They 32, 40, and 10, 74 points. They were so bad points. at both ends of the ice. At both ends of the ice, they were horrible.
0: That's uh, that's how you achieve a minus 82 goal differential. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, that
0: that certainly yeah. helps. Yeah. Well, we're not very good at stopping the other team from scoring goals, but we're also not very good at scoring them ourselves. <laughs> so, uh, and their advanced stats were bad. 28th in the league for Corsi's, 27th in the league for expected goals, 4 percentage. 28th in the league for safe... Percentage. Like you said, there's so much ground to make up.
1: Yeah. I mean, you just don't get that. You don't, you, you just don't s- s- flip a switch in one year and t- like they were, they were at or bottom of the league in goals for, goals against, power play, penalty kill. And they're, okay. So, their additions- so, so like that's every aspect of the game right that's it that's that's the game right that's the game yeah. and they were terrible in all <laughs> of them like it's not like you don't just turn that around and go oh well this year well we picked up Andrew Kopp and Ben Sherat and you know David Perron and a few other guys and now
0: we're gonna be awesome I was just about to say that I was just about to say that almost exactly because their additions Robert Haig, Olimata, Mata, Martin Pizik, Ben Sherat David Perron, Mark and- Pizik mark <laughs> whoops mark it is written down mark here yeah. um uh andrew Cop, Dominic kubalik Vili huso yeah uh other than Vili huso who i like as an addition a lot all of those additions are kind of guys that when you've got a built team and you're going for the playoffs those are guys that you put in around the edges right to, right. to really like yeah. well, you know that, what i mean i mean david perron is I- david perron is he the exception? Uh I don't because know. I he was mean, good in St. Louis, but yeah. will he be good on a faster team? Yeah. Yeah. Like think about think about the speed difference. You remember record players. You remember, record, so players. You remember yeah. record players? Yeah, yeah. 78 and, yeah, and, yeah. and 34 or whatever it was, 32? Yeah, yeah. 32. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be like the difference. It's like it's like Dylan Larkin's lines out. <laughs> David Perron's line goes out.
1: <laughs> with Andrew
0: Kopp at the center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to sound like the adults in uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> That's what a David Perron's line is going to look like. Um, it's Look, I'm not trying to rag on David Perron. He's a good hockey player with good life left in him and all the rest of it. But he's slow.
1: Yeah. I think getting a guy like David Perron and, and not... Not like not in the sense that it's okay that he's slow because he's got Ben Sharrock to feed him the puck. (laughs) (laughs) Not as not in the sense that he's tough, but like I think they're gonna then Ben Sharrock. I mean, they were easy to play against last year, they were easy, they were really, they were not. A team that you oh we're going into the Little Caesars Arena oh my God no they weren't they weren't they were pretty they were a pretty easy out last year this
0: year it's going to be the big Caesars <laughs> Arena
1: and they they have to they they had to get harder to play against and I think they will be I think they will be a little tougher to play against
0: um, but they got rid of Danny De Yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> I, I mean, you're right. Like you're right. They're, they've they've toughened up, but I'm just. I guess what I'm saying is, is that like I was lauding the additions of uh, of Claude Giroux and Alex DeBrinket as guys that are just so great to slot into a team like this. That's who they should be looking for. Hmm. David Perron is not Claude Giroux. Nope. Well, no, no. Yeah. Hey, he's got leadership. He's got some I, good hockey left to play. Maybe
1: I'm maybe I'm too high on David Perron, but I love him. I love I love him as a player. I, he can play for my team anytime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I like him, yeah. but I'm not that high on him. Yeah, okay. I mm-hmm. like him. And I, I, yeah. I do think that, you know, 32 out of 32 teams would like him on their team, but we're talking, you know, as a you know, middle six to bottom six guy. Like well, you he's, know,
1: he's going to be on their second line.
0: I know that. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. David Dernay was a top line center for the Montreal <laughs> Canadiens. That's not a good part about David Dernay. <laughs> you know, Simon Edvinson. Yeah, he, he's not going to be as.
1: I don't think he'll be as good as Moritz Sider was last year. But yeah, but he's going to be. I think. Be a good, I, think th- I think they they think he can he can be almost as good.
0: Here's my hot take: Ville Huso and Alex Nadelkovich could be one of the better, maybe top seven, uh, goaltending tandems. In why, the league why are this you year. so?
1: Why are you so like?
0: Why do you think Billy Huse is like the the greatest thing ever? I don't. I don't. I think that I think that N- could take a step forward. He yeah. He better? <laughs> no, he better. He wasn't good. No, he wasn't good yeah. last year. But I think that he could take a big step forward. And mm-hmm. I think that Huso is a very good, solid goaltender. I just think that these could be two very good, solid goaltenders. Look, they're not going to become one of the better tandems because one guy is carrying it. And you know, it's it's like not going to be like the Gretzky brothers scoring title. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. It's gonna. I'm I'm talking about two guys that I think could provide much better than average goaltending throughout the year okay you know and billy huso this is his shot this is his chance right coming off of uh a team where he had to steal the net from um bennington from bennington this is his real chance okay just saying Mm -hmm. he's still young he's still young goalies goalies tend to peak at around 27 28
1: uh well maybe a little younger than that like they start they, they start to come into their own around 24 25
0: yeah well I'm just, yeah. I' just I yeah, mean price yeah. wasn't even the starter at 2425 yeah. well maybe 25 I think was when when halak got traded out of town but anyways my point is uh you know other than Vasilevsky you know and Hugoshicirkin these guys that are freaks of nature mm-hmm. the vast majority of goalies look at Carter Hart they thought that he had it at 22 mm-hmm. and then he didn't anyways I'm just saying. This is the time where we, where you would traditionally see a goalie really come into their own. And Ville Huso could okay. potentially take another step forward. And Alex Nedelkovic, no reason why he couldn't either. My hot take. It's a hot take for a reason. Okay. Right? Okay. Yep. All right. You got anything more to say on the Detroit Red Wings? Nope. Nope. All right. I feel like I... I
1: like I, how they traded coaches, though, with Tampa Bay. Right. <clears throat> Which, well, Derek, Derek Lalonde comes in. Oh, right. As yeah, it, yeah. From an assistant yeah. to Detroit, and Jeff Blashell goes and joins the Lightning yeah. as an assistant.
0: Yeah. 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 Gee, uh, somebody got the short end of the stick on that one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it really uh, cracks me up to no end the fact that Steve Eisenman built this incredible team in Tampa Bay and then just went, all right, well, we're good here. Yep. I'm done. My work I'm is done. done. My work done. is done. Yep. Uh, Buffalo Sabres. Yep. Buffalo Sabres. Fifth place in the Atlantic Division last year. 32-39-11, .75, and a minus 58 goal differential. Not great. Not
1: great. And you talk about Husso. Eric Comrie, I think, is in exactly the same situation in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Really good as a backup last year. Might have been one of the better backups in the NHL last year. Yeah. Now we'll have the chance. I mean, unless like, 41-year-old Craig Anderson just steals the net no reason to believe he won't
0: uh you know so 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 it's an it's an interesting situation that way Craig Anderson played his best hockey at about 37 or 38 he yeah he's been good he's been good (laughs) that's when he came into his own yeah I'm kind of planning on following that same career trajectory okay but 37 (laughs) 38 is when I'm really gonna peak okay yeah Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more at your shot for an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, tell me how, how you feel about uh, about these Buffalo Sabres. There's a lot of good vibes going on about this team. There are, yeah. Don't know if I buy them. You don't, hey? Yeah. Tell me how you feel.
1: I like them. I like them. Yeah. I, th- I think they're... I think they're going to be better. I like I like the way Don Granato has remade this team and had them playing much more up-tempo and aggressively and what that's brought out in people like Jeff Skinner. Yep. Um, and, you know, Tage Thompson
0: was terrific last year. Rage I, Thompson. <laughs> Rage as Thompson. As everyone's uh, spell check <laughs> on Twitter, Adam said it. Oh yeah! Almost every tweet about Tage Thompson said Rage Thompson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. If you look, if you if you search into Twitter now and say Rage Thompson, you'll okay. find more tweets than okay. uh, Tage. It'll be interesting because they're they're gonna
1: break in three rookies, probably.
0: Yeah.
1: Owen Power, JJ Paterka, and Jack Quinn. Yeah. All of whom are gonna be really good, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think that a uh, lot hinges on. Obviously, Eric Comrie, as you mentioned. Yeah. But a lot hinges on Rasmus Dallin. And can this year be the year that he steps into his own? Mm -hmm. All the other pieces are there. And, but he's got to, he's got to live up to that or else their defense core is just not going to hack it Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And they will be a minus 58 goal differential again. You know? Uh, Or like you said, Craig Anderson just uh, <laughs> continues to take the reins. Yeah. Or Ilya Labushkin
1: becomes the best shutdown defenseman in the league.
0: I mean, he's a good addition. He's a great addition. He's a good he addition. Yeah. 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 Other than Very that, solid. you know, they got rid of Will Butcher, <laughs> Dustin yeah. Tokarski, Mark Pizik, Johnny Boycek. Not a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a crazy no. ad- ejection yeah. of talent there. No. Yeah. So, but I do. I want to bring it back. So, how do you feel about them? Because there's a lot of people that are pegging them. All these three teams, really: Montreal, uh, Detroit, Ottawa, and Buffalo. Which is actually four now that right. I counted with my fingers. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of positivity going on about uh, Buffalo. Like, do you think well, it's going to happen no, this no, year? No, I mean,
1: and you talked about those four. We talked about those four teams, and. Uh, long term i like all of them i like i like where all of them are going long term Uh, i'm not buying what they're selling for at least three of those teams this year yeah detroit buffalo and and montreal
0: okay yeah you're only buying it for ottawa eh? uh, i'm i'm
1: yeah yeah yeah. and and even then i'm i'm you know i'm wading into it right yeah yeah
0: i completely agree with you I'm 100% with you. Ottawa like, I can I just, see. I don't know. The other I mean, the other 3
1: Like do you see Ottawa finishing 5th and getting the wild card getting the 5th wild card getting the second wild card spot with the other division the way it is? I don't, but yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, Boston Bruins? Yep. Boston Bruins. Uh 51 26 and 5 for 107 points, good for a 35 goal differential. Uh just for, you know, posterity's sake. Seventy-five points for the Buffalo Sabers. Hundred and seven points for the Boston Bruins. Right. Thirty-two more points in right. the, in the and, standings,
1: and, and like ninety-three goal differential difference.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Wild. Tell me how you're feeling about the Boston Bruins. I like
1: the I like that new guy they brought in, David David Krejci. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Gee, I saw He's that. He's gonna be really good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that joke coming, like watching a dog on the prairie. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, you like that new guy, well, David Krejci? Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, here's a team that's you know that's sticking with what they had as well. Um, and I mean, I I think one of the reasons why the window is still open, although albeit not. It's you know I mean the, the breeze is not blowing freely through the house yeah um, is because you know they've still got Patrice Bergeron they've got David Krejci back yeah they've got Brad Marchand yeah you know they've got they've got some good pieces I think I think a guy like Jake DeBrusque, who really took a step last year before asking to be traded and then rescinding his trade request yeah uh, I think he's he's going to be a key he's going to be a key you know Taylor Hall had twenty. He's got to at least do that again. Your favorite guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's got to at least do that again. Um, he will with
0: David Krejci. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Look, yeah. So I, I'm of two minds with David Krejci. On one hand, he's a great player, always has been a great player and can probably just slot into this lineup. But on the other hand, a year older and a year outside of the best league in the world. Yep. Now the Czech league is good
1: it's not that good.
0: <laughs> no, well, the, look, I'm not trying I'm just trying to say like it's a good league. You know, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's yeah. probably the fourth best league in Europe after
1: Finland, Sweden, Russia and yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just ahead of Switzerland? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe hit them in Switzerland or about yep, anyways. Yep. Either way, look, Czech League's good, but I'm just saying that you're a year older, which is already a concern. Yeah. And then you're a year removed from the NHL, right? Like Patrice Bergeron, like, chances are he doesn't completely fall off a cliff next year. No. Right? No. He probably unless he's not human, he will probably get slightly worse. <laughs> but, you know, um, that being said. The Boston Bruins had the best expected goals for percentage in the league last year, the 14th best save percentage at 5 on 5 in the league last year, and the fourth best course for percentage in the league last year. They they put up some really good numbers and my biggest concern, I did mention a little bit of concern with David Krejci, but him and Hall have some chemistry and one can lean off the other and I think that there's something to be said there. My biggest con- concern is that they got rid of the coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. It's crazy that you did well in the points. You did well in the standings. You did well in the playoffs. You're, you've got how'd you do well in the playoffs? You lost in the first round. No, but they they <clears> were competitive. <throat> and they, yeah, okay. They yep. they they made a show of it. They yeah. lost to um, what's it called? To, no, they lost Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. The team that both of us have said might be the 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 favorite to win the cup this year, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. um, they did well in the playoffs. They did well. Look, at the end of the day. It's crazy to eject the coach. Patrice Bergeron's still playing some of the best hockey of his life, arguably better under Bruce Cassidy than he ever has, including like uh, under Claude Julien. Right? It's crazy to eject the coach. But the, and no, it concerns I don't know me. if it's
1: crazy. And because like, they did it for a reason. I and I don't know what of the course, reason was. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. I mean, you know, people were trying to get Jake Dubrasco to say that. Yeah. This year in training yeah. camp. Like, what was the big difference? Why did you rescind your? Well, I mean, I wonder why, you know, right. I wonder why. Yeah. Oh, I I want out of here. Oh, we're firing the coach. OK, I'll stay. You <laughs> know, I mean, it doesn't really take a lot to coincidentally and for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I, I don't know that Jim Montgomery is going to be able to coax any more out of this team than. Bruce Cassidy was or that he's going to be able to take them to a place that Bruce Cassidy couldn't.
0: The big thing, the big uh, the big factor that could that could push this team further up the standings because look, there's a million ways, there's a million reasons to say why they're going to do worse next year. Yeah. But the big thing that could maybe make this team do better is Jeremy Swayman. Jeremy, I was just going to say that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's yep. a million reasons why they could do worse. That's it. That and
1: you, you talk about the tandems like him and Linus Allmark. Yeah. That's... That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yep. Um Pavel Zaka too coming in.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Good addition. Yep. Yeah. Um not a guy that hugely moves the needle but you no. know like yep. uh, Boston is one of those teams that's bereft after the top line. Mm-hmm. And now with David Krejci back if he's back the And way that he and was. they're
1: bereft after Charlie McAvoy too. Like it's it's there's Oh, I know. Heavy, right? I've said yeah. it. It's
0: Charlie yeah. McAvoy and five other fellows. Yeah. 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 Well,
1: I mean, Hampus Lindholm is it, it, he's good. Yeah. You know, I mean, he'll he'll be a full year there and he'll be good.
0: And you know, yeah, but but yeah. Um, do you want to move on to the Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh yeah, I guess they're next, eh? So mm-hmm. defending cup champion. Oh, wait, I'm just so used to saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning, third in the Atlantic Division, 51, 23, and 8 for good for 110 points and a positive 54 goal differential. Like twenty two, off the top of my head, twenty two better than the last. Oh no, no, nineteen. Yeah, pardon me. Okay, I'd forgotten which uh, what their goal differential was. Good team, eh? Yep. Uh, how do you feel about them? I feel like the 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 window's still wide open. I it's feel still like open. It's still, yeah, it's still open. Yeah, it's
1: definitely still open.
0: Andre Pallat and Ryan McDonough are two guys that that, I hurts. Of,
1: that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs>
0: Are yep. you kidding? That's your left and right nut. Somebody just kicked you in. <laughs> Those guys. That's <laughs> like, like McDonough had an incredible playoffs last year, and as did Andre Palat in the face of a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And obviously Palat was that was their decision to uh not re-sign him in in uh in response to trying to keep um Braden Point and everybody else. Well Braden Point was already signed, Anthony uh, Sorrelli. Anthony Sorrelli. I mean,
1: they signed they signed they signed Chernak. Sorelli, Sergachev. Yeah. Like they've got those guys all all done long term.
0: Yeah. Uh hilarious that uh two first two first round Montreal draft picks were on the defense core that won two cups. McDonough yeah, and, Sergeyev Sergeyev. and McDonough. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh yeah mcdonough Mcdonough took a lot of heavy lifting in those playoffs last year like it was it was really apparent to yeah. me it's appa- two things became apparent to me in the playoffs last year one, they've changed their style a little bit, they're becoming more defensive, more dirty yeah. I, mean, I i mean dirty in both sense of the term, right you know clean, dirty, and dirty, dirty right yeah, 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 but just grittier and and you know they don't they've had to eject a lot of top end skill in order to keep this. Group going, and uh, and the fact that they they picked Palat as the guy that wasn't going to get resigned, yeah, it, it seems to kind of prove that because I felt that Palat had uh, an absolutely incredible playoffs last year.
1: Yeah, I thought, and I mean he's a he's a terrific player. Yeah, he's terrific. Yeah, um, you know they're going to take a they're going to take a bit of a step back on their on their blue line. Yeah, um, you, you know I mean you lose Ryan McDonough, but you also used lose Jan Ruta.
0: Who right. Pretty yeah. useful, pretty useful yeah. guy. Yeah.
1: And who you bringing in? You're bringing in what? Hayden Fleury, Ian Cole, yeah, Philippe Myers. Like, yeah. ay, yikes. Yeah. That's a drop. People.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. a drop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the bottom line is, is that for me, the concern with Tampa is that their top guys had trouble staying healthy in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right. Braden Point. Um, What's his name that's always unhealthy is uh, Stephen Samkos was the only guy that, yeah, yeah, you know, managed yeah, to yeah, kind yeah. of keep it going. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, they had trouble staying. Their top guys had trouble staying healthy in the playoffs last year. And every year that they try to keep coming back with this core, they lose a little bit of their depth and have to rely on that core more. And those guys have to play more minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's exactly what concerns me with this team is the fact that they couldn't stay healthy. And that's probably what sunk them last year. And now they're gonna have to rely on those guys even more. I wanna put out
1: one name that I think could well, I, I don't know if he's gonna be at if he's gonna change the complexion here, but they've got a defense prospect by the name of Nick Purbix. Okay. Played for the US Olympic team last year, played four years at St. Cloud. And he just, he was a sixth round pick in 2017. Right. Tampa Bay just seems to be able to find those guys. Yeah, that's true. That can that can be sixth round picks yeah. and end up being like really good players. Right. I, I don't know that he's going to come in and be an impact guy right away. Yeah. But I think he, you know, I mean, he's got like, he's a guy that, like I could see a guy like that just just coming out of nowhere, and everybody going, "Oh, hey, there's our Calder <laughs> Trophy winner," you know, Nick <laughs> Perbix, yeah, because he played four years at university, played in the played in the Olympics, yeah. you know, has built his way up, and just Tampa has something yeah. going with guys that like that.
0: They got something in the water. Yeah, yeah, um, kills me. Just really cracks me up that they're still going with Brian Elliott as the backup to Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, who cares. Who cares? No, you know the only reason why I care, first of all, is because first of all, I love Elliot. I've loved Brian Elliot from his days in um, in uh, St. Louis. Yeah, I remember this one like meme that I saw back in the day on Facebook that was like, you know, there was all those things coming up. Only ten more days to the playoffs, and somebody posts like, only ten more days before Halak gets hurt and Elliot takes over the net again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so I, I like Brian Elliot a lot, but I guess my point is, is that. Like Vasilevsky developed under Ben Bishop, who was one of the best goalies in the league at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm surprised to see them walking back with Brian Elliott and not trying to see who, because they know he's only getting 20 starts. You know, <laughs> he's at most. So I'm surprised because like, they had Louis Domingue. They tried Louis Domingue out for a year.
1: Well, they had Curtis McElhaney first. They had like, Curtis McElhaney, ups. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, my point is, is I just, I'm surprised that they're not trying to develop the next guy.
1: Well, they've got a guy, but he's really struggled. Hugo Olsenfelt or Allenfeld. He's like their top prospect. Yeah. But he hasn't been, he was not good last year in a very brief, uh, small window of of work. And he's, I've been looking at his stats in the preseason. They haven't been very good either. So.
0: Right. Yeah. So anyways, that's my point. I just, uh, but it's going to be hard for them, but uh, I mean, They've got a great core. What are you going to say? They're a great team. They are. I I think they're going to win the division. Stop saying they're not going
1: to win the division, Ken. I just said they were going to win the division. You're so... Oh,
0: my God. i <laughs> punch you. You're so fired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, everybody. Ken Campbell here. It may not look like it, but I do a lot of running, and I actually do a fair bit of working out. And when I do that, I listen to a lot of music and podcasts, audiobooks, you name it. And it's been great. And one reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 5,000 five-star reviews. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code THPN15 to get your 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code THPN15.
0: Uh, <laughs> Toronto, Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs? Yep. Everybody's favorite hobby horse. Yep. Yeah. Love them or hate them, they're still the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Yeah finished the year off with a 54 21 and 7 for 150 points 115 points a goal differential of plus 62 and uh, zero rounds of playoff success yep how do you feel about the Toronto Maple Leafs um wow like like
1: it's stunning the the number of changes they made. Like like it's, it's stunning weird. Stunning like, the number of changes they made. Like it's I was doing this list and I was like, what? what? Yeah, like like you think, okay, well, yeah, they, they redid their goaltending and everything, but God,
0: they just they just like went crazy with the changes. Do you remember the Looney Tunes thing where Bugs Bunny it was like a, it was like a Yosemite Sam one. Bugs Bunny goes to the blackjack table and goes uh and just goes Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, yeah, hit, me yeah, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit yeah, me. And yeah. it goes 21. He's got 21 aces. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that just seems like that's like Kyle Dubas right now at free agency. Hit me, hit me, hit yeah, me, yeah. hit me, hit me. It, yeah. Jordy Ben, Victor Bette, Adam Cadets. Yelling. Nicholas Abe Kubal. Kalyan Crock. Croc. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dirty <inaudible> Ben. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's just like unbelievable the change. Like when I was typing up this cheat sheet, like I couldn't believe it. Like, as a cramping? I, I don't know what
1: to make of this team. I really don't. Like, yeah. I don't. And and it's just because I don't know what to make of their goaltending. I just don't. <sighs> I mean, it's been, it's been, uh, we, we've taped this after, what, how many games? How many preseason games have they played? Three or four? Three or four, yeah. Yeah, and it's been good so far.
0: Yeah, Murray um, looked actually surprisingly good in his preseason? Well, I don't know if it's
1: surprisingly good. I mean, that game was, that was a biggest, that was a low event game if ever I saw one. Yeah. They had some decent chances. But, but you know, I mean, if the Leafs play as well in front of him as they have, it's not going to be a, that big a factor because they just need him to be good. They just, like Toronto just needs good goaltending. They don't need great goaltending. Yeah. and But I don't even, I don't know if they're going to get that. Yeah, uh, they might. They might get really terrific goaltending.
0: I just I said it before. I'll say it again right now. If they were going to take as big a gamble in goal as they did with Matt Murray, they could have done it a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. That big of a gamble like like the Samsonov signing I thought was great. It's so cheap and it's a huge gamble, but it's got a huge reward at the it's, end of it's it. It's not a
1: huge gamble. It's, it's not a, a huge gamble. gamble. It's a one year deal.
0: it's no, but it's a deal. It's a, it's a huge gamble for Kyle Dubas who is yeah, probably yeah. gone at the end of the year if if it doesn't work out. Right, right. right. I sorry. So I'm not. It, but that's what I'm saying is that if you're taking a risk, a gamble on a goaltender that you're hitching your wagon to, right? I love the Samsonov one because I think that he could be a really great goalie. He was a first round pick. He's got all the tools to be a great goalie. Yeah. You know, you just turn around and say, bring him out of Washington. Toronto's a better defensive situation. He's looked excellent in preseason, all the rest of it. Whereas with Matt Murray, I'm kind of like, it's crazy to me that they got Matt Murray and then Ottawa got Cam Talbot. Yeah. Like, if you're a Toronto fan, aren't you just like, well, why didn't we get him? Why didn't we get him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Murray is a risk. Maybe he's a Stanley Cup winning goalie again. Maybe he's that Matt Murray. Maybe he's not, right? Cam Talbot's also a risk because he's like 35. Yeah, he's old. He's old. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe he can continue on the success that he had in Minnesota. Maybe he can't. But Damn Talbot's cheaper and on a one year contract or one year left on his contract. So like anyways, I just if you're gonna take the risk that they took with Matt Murray, you could have done it a lot cheaper and had more money to put towards a defenseman or something like that mm-hmm. that will help set you up for better success.
1: Yeah. Well, I I I think defensively they're fine. I don't I don't dislike them defensively. I think I think that's a bit of a trope, like a bit of a tired trope that No, I you know I, that I their agree. defense sucks. It doesn't. It no they're pretty good.
0: I agree. Yeah. I just said they're better defensively than Washington. Yeah. For Samsonov. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I agree. So they're at yeah. least, you know, league average, if not on the top or, you know, kind of top ten kind of But here's
1: the thing is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what place they finish in, it doesn't matter how many points they get. It's this is show me in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I really what like I, Victor Mati as a pickup for them, yeah. as a cheap potential mm-hmm. pickup. I yeah. really like Jordy Ben as a pickup for them. Obviously- Got hurt in the yeah, yeah, well, preseason. Obviously, the, the plan is for him to not play. A I lot. He, yeah, I think that he's like a seventh defenseman. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that he's part of their everyday, but he, despite being a left-handed defenseman, seems more comfortable on the right side.
1: Yeah, the other night they in that game against Ottawa, or Montreal, they lost Dahlstrom and Ben- and they had to put Kerfoot and Krog yeah. back on defense. I
0: texted my buddy and I said, I said, Looks like you guys finally found your 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 puck moving defenseman in Kerfoot. Yeah, yeah. He played pretty good. Yeah. I was yeah, actually yeah. pretty impressed with Kerfoot. Like if I was if you're Sheldon Keefe, you don't think to yourself Well,
1: and they're talking about Mitch Marner taking some whirls on the back end.
0: That would be hilarious.
1: Why that'll be that'll be all situational. It'll be like, yeah. hey, we're down two goals and there's three minutes left. Okay. I don't know why yeah. teams don't do that yeah. more often, yeah. right? Yeah. You know?
0: Um, yeah. yeah, they lose Labushkin, Spetsa, Campbell, Mikheyev, Kasha, and Mrazik. Mm-hmm. Mixed bag. Yep. Some of those guys Definitely you don't want to lose. Bag. Some of those guys... You are happy to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Spezza was an interesting one, you know? Why? I don't know. I, just, I, I thought he had one or two more years in him, but hmm. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I am wrong because he decided that he didn't. I think that Toronto would have signed him if you wanted to sign another one year deal. Maybe. Yeah. It's taking one year league men deals. Why don't you take them every time? Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh you're right. At the end of the day, they could get uh th- they could they could if I, go if I, eighty I, two and oh yeah, yeah.
1: If I were sold on their goaltending, I'd have them I'd have them finishing first in this division.
0: Yeah. I uh, I wanna see Matt Murray succeed. I sort of selfishly want to see Matt Murray succeed in the sense that uh, it would mean that Canada has a, <laughs> a goaltender yeah right yeah yeah one yeah. you know because right now like I'm honestly thinking to myself I'm like do you just bring back guys at a retirement like are we gonna see uh, are we gonna see broder Theodore <laughs> and uh, and Luongo as the trio going for team Canada yeah. because frankly I would maybe take that over some of the mm. you know active guys. But, I, I, think,
1: uh, I think, I think, I think the tandem of Matt Murray and Elias Simsonov, the one thing is, I think they're easy to cheer for. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, I think they're yeah. easy to get, like, it's easy to get behind those guys. Yeah. And they're easy Everybody to cheer underdog. for. Everybody loves And yeah, 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 yeah. It's just that what, like, what did, what did Toronto see in Matt Murray that <sighs> would have thought that, like, like and and God love him if he didn't if even God, play on the Sioux Greyhounds. God love him if he uh, yeah he did.
0: Oh he did he played That's all right. four years. Yeah on the he Sue did. Greyhounds. That's right. I'm sorry. He played for both Sheldon
1: Keith right. and and um, right and Kyle Dubas. Yeah. Um. No. I like like I just don't know what they saw. Like like it sounds like Ottawa two years ago. Yeah. You know. And I mean God love him if he if he if he if he turns this thing around and and you know and and is able to put together a really good season, but.
0: I'm shocked that Ottawa got any positive value on him in a year where Max Patchready gets ejected for future considerations. Yeah, yeah. And like, in a year where cap space is king, you know, as we've never seen it before. Yeah, I'm shocked that Ottawa got positive value. Yeah, right. I would have thought that it would be in like you're giving us Matt Murray and retaining half the salary, and we will give you nothing.
1: I don't even remember what they what they got. They didn't uh, get
0: anything. You just lose Matt Murray. No, there was a pick involved.
1: Okay, well, yeah, yeah, Florida. it wasn't much. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways, uh, do we want to go to the Florida Panthers? Yep. All right. Before we go to the Florida Panthers, check out kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out on Twitter at hockeynofilter. Check out ken underscore campbell twenty seven at underscore Dylan And of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts. By the way, with kencampbell.substack.com, you get all Ken's great writing, and so uh, you know that's the that's the number one place to read Ken Campbell's writing these days so I hear pretty much well you've got stuff in the star still and you've got yeah, I did uh, something stuff th- for the I did something just the other day for hockey the news. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah but um really hockey unfiltered lives up to his name okay good yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's got to be unfiltered mm-hmm. all right first place in the Atlantic division incidentally the league interesting that this division had the best team in the league and the worst team in the league right uh 58 18 and six 122 points and a goal differential of plus 94. Is pretty pretty good yep how do you feel about these folks
1: I feel like they're an Aaron Eckblad injury away from disaster
0: yeah that's what I feel
1: like that's what I feel like I I just I I don't know what to think like I love Bill Zito I love I love that he swings for the fences all the time I love it yeah but what is it about power hitters either knock it out of the park or they strike out yeah or, you know, maybe a ground ball to short. But, like,
0: <sighs> there's a reason why a puncher's chance is, yeah. uh, is an expression, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And everybody, But you always cheer for the puncher, mm-hmm. you know? When George Foreman versus Muhammad Ali, like, nobody wanted to see a guy just dance around the ring. You wanted to see punching. <laughs> so. Well, I,
1: I, I just, I feel like they've, I, I feel like this team is taking a step back.
0: I, I, agree I, I with just, you.
1: I mean, I think the loss of Mackenzie Weaver hurts a lot.
0: Okay. So I've got a hot take. I'll get to it at the end. But they were the best Corsi for percentage team in the league, the second best expected goals four percentage in, uh, team in the league, and 18th for save percentage. Honestly, I wasn't feeling, I was feeling more down on them after doing this cheat sheet. Yeah. They add Matthew Kachuk, Michael Delzato. Nick Cousins, Mark Stahl, and Eric Stahl's on a PTO. Like, I like... Like,
1: if Mark Stahl... Or, sorry, if if, if Eric... If... Let's try that again. <laughs> if Michael Delzato... Michael Delzato uh, is in their top six or eight.
0: That's not a good sign.
1: Tells you all you need to know. Yeah.
0: They lose Robert Haig, Joe Thornton, Claude Giroux, Ben Chirot, Noel Achari, Mason Marchmont, Mackenzie Wieger and Jonathan Uberdo.
1: Yep. <laughs> I,
0: yeah. I don't I I it's like check notes. Oh right. And the the heart trophy finalist Jonathan Uberdo. But my my point is is like forget Uberdo, forget even Mason Marchment. Even guys like Noah Chari mm-hmm. are the sort of guys that winning teams have on their team. I guess no, they're they're your hard nosed yeah, yeah, energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, can keep the puck yep. moving in the right direction. Yep. Not a lot of God given talent to put the puck in the back of the net. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say like whatever, but I'm just like. And then your defense core, Ben Schratt was a rental. Okay, so that's fine. Yep. You couldn't retain him. Mackenzie Weger, Two of your top three are gone. Now the stats guys will argue that Ben Schratt is an addition by subtraction, but but he's got his place in the NHL. Yeah. Yep, right. Yep. Two of your top three defensemen are gone. And then to your point, an Aaron Eckblad injury away. It's. Yeah, I real, I really, really,
1: I really don't like this defense. It gets, it I gets pretty I, thin. I don't like this defense.
0: I don't necessarily think that I like the forward core all that much. Oh, really? I, yeah. I mean, I like them. Like, obviously, like you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that. Okay. Compare them now to the Toronto Maple Leafs, the much maligned Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Look. Everybody listening, I'm not a Leafs fan. I'm not some homer that's just going to talk and expound on the virtues of the Toronto Maple Leafs, right? Um, but, like, don't you think that Toronto's offense is deeper at this point? Uh, deeper, yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. And don't you yes. think that the top-end talent led by Austin Matthews, like, it, is Austin Matthews not better than any player on the Florida Panthers? Yeah, but, I mean,
1: when you've got a top line of Matthew Kachuk, Alexander Barkov, and Sam Reinhardt, that's...
0: I, I, I don't, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not disputing yeah. that, but yeah. I'm just saying yeah. that in terms of depth, Toronto's got to beat. Yeah, top tier talent. Yep. Ma- Austin Matthews. Toronto's got to beat. And then defense. Toronto's got to beat. Toronto's got to beat. The only place that Toronto doesn't have them beat is top tier talent on defense, which is Aaron Ekblad. And even then, you're an Aaron Ekblad injury away, as which you said. happens a lot.
1: Which happens a lot. And goaltending. I mean, Bobrovsky had his best season in in Florida. He was he was better last year than he's been the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, I um, wouldn't say his best season, but his best season in Florida. Oh, in Florida, okay, in, in yeah, Florida, is yeah. best,
1: absolutely his best season in Florida. Um, so, I mean, that was better. Yeah, and it was kind of sneaky good. You know, he wasn't. It wasn't the negative factor it has been. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Okay, so here's my hot take. Yep. It's it has to do with the, with the goaltending. Would you be surprised if? Florida has the best goalie tandem in the league next year would that surprise you yes really yes it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't eh? would it surprise you if they had the worst goalie tandem in the league next year yes it wouldn't surprise me okay <laughs> that's that was like, when I was trying to kind okay. of like, rank in okay. my okay. mind their goalie tandem I was like yeah. I, I I was looking at it and I was thinking they could be the best goalie tandem in the league next year and then I thought they could also actually be the worst goalie tandem in the league next yeah, year. Yeah. The, what an X factor. Like this, if Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight both do what they are capable of doing, then you've got the best goalie tandem in the league. Oh, okay. 100%. Yeah, okay. Right? Other than, you know, Brian Elliott and Andre Vasilevsky. <laughs> <laughs> but. Or but, Billy
1: Huso and Alex Nedelkovic.
0: Hey, I said that they were a top ten. Okay, I, or top mm-hmm. seven. I, yeah. I I wasn't quite that high on them. But uh, all right, do you want to rank them?
1: Yep. Um, and the, I've I've got Tampa first, and the reason why I have Tampa first is because they have fewer question marks. Interesting. We know what they are. I think Toronto and Florida have big question marks. Yeah. So I've got Toronto, I've got Tampa first. Toronto second, uh, Florida third, Boston fourth, Ottawa fifth, Buffalo sixth, Detroit seventh, Montreal
0: eighth. Okay, here we go. Like I said, not doing this in advance, literally looking at a list of the teams so that I can remind myself. Yep. Toronto first. Okay. Florida second. Okay. Okay. Tampa third. Yep. Boston fourth. Mm-hmm. Ottawa fifth. Uh,
1: Buffalo sixth. Detroit seven, Montreal eight. Oh, you're not doing it. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not.
0: Um, You're not putting Montreal seventh. I'm putting Montreal seventh. And I'm putting Buffalo Eighth.
1: No, you're not. You're putting, you're putting Buffalo eighth. You're not putting Detroit eighth.
0: Buffalo is cursed. You oh, don't man. understand this about Buffalo. They're cursed.
1: <laughs> so Detroit would be sixth then in your in Detroit your thing. Would be so sixth. It'd go Ottawa, Detroit, Montreal, Buffalo. Sorry. Uh,
0: uh, invert uh, Detroit and Buffalo. Pardon okay, me. that's yeah, what we bu- said. Yeah. Detroit's eighth. Yeah, yeah. So
1: Detroit is eighth.
0: Yeah, and Buffalo's Buffalo's sixth.
1: sixth. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I yeah, I don't see it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that much y'all can climb one spot eh? nope all right no i
1: think they might be as bad as they were last year wow i really do i
0: really really think- i don't think that anybody can be as bad as they were last year
1: yeah well i don't think they're good i i don't i'm not buying what that so they, you
0: think that they're doubling down on the worst season of their team's history
1: yeah why not why not? Why not finish thirty second?
0: I you know I'd, I'd like them to this finish thirty second. This is a
1: good year to finish thirty second. I'd like
0: them to finish thirty second because you you've got three can't miss prospects exactly. Uh, so I'm not saying you yeah. know whatever, but I'd like them to. But okay. yeah, well, hmm. well, we just we don't that's always a, have to get along. We just no, have we to don't. accept it and that's you know right. come and do a podcast. All we're, right.
1: Well, now we we're here. At making least tens after of this dollars. week, now we're going to be talking about stuff that's going on.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, hockey. Yep. I always say that the hockey the whole hockey season is is all a a year of re-remembering what hockey is. Mm. So when the preseason happens, I normally watch a few preseason games because I miss hockey so much. And I'm like, oh yeah, hockey's so fast and hard and hitting and all the rest. You know what I mean? You get all excited. Yeah, yeah. And then the regular season starts, and I'm like, oh yeah, that did suck. This is what hockey is. And looks then like. playoffs. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then playoffs come, and I'm just like, and every year like I'm I'm like a dog that that uh that, you know, you leave the house and, and then you come back like two minutes later and the dog's like, I love you, I miss you, I love you, I miss you. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of yeah, just yeah. like, I'm surprised by it every year, you know? It's so, true. uh yeah. Check out okay. kencampbell.substack.com. Check us out at Hockey No Filter on Twitter and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We will talk to you soon. As you're listening to this, Ken will be in beautiful Italy. But I'll be back. But he will be back. Yeah. Well, you might just leave us (laughs) you never know might stay there maybe you'll play pro in Italy farm you never know (laughs) thanks so much for listening talk to you next week